Welcome to the Agency Growth Machine Podcast, where it's all about transforming potential into profit. And now your host, Randy Schwantz. Hey there, everybody. This is Randy Schwantz, and welcome to another episode of Agency Growth Machine. Um, I hired a marketing consultant to help me out, and one of the assignments he gave me was to, to watch Simon Sinek doing his TED Talk on Start With Why. And uh, it made me go pull the book off my shelf again. And I'm, I'm kind of reading through it, thinking through it, mapping it out just a little bit. And here's what's kind of hitting me. Um, you know, so, so what, what Simon does is a good job of comparing somebody like Apple to somebody like Dell. They're both computer companies. They both have all the capabilities in the world. They both have huge bank accounts. They both could be making amazing things, but Apple seems to trump Dell and other computer makers, Lenovo, in big ways. And what is that? Well, what he's saying is that the, the Steve Jobs, who's the genius over there, kind of has his, his whole why thing. His, his why is, he goes, everything we do, we believe in challenging the status quo. We believe in thinking differently. And so the way we stati- challenge the status quo is by making our products beautifully designed, simple to use, and user-friendly. And we just happen to make great computers also. Do you want to buy one? So in it, Simon talks about his golden circle where it looks almost like a target and that the bullseye would be the why, the next layer out would be the how, and the third layer out would be the what. And it's just going that, that most people start with the what and move to the how and then they move to the why. So what's the what? Well, we sell insurance. How do we do it? Well, by doing some sort of, uh, you know, uh, risk management deal. And then why? You know, to help save you money. And he, he's just going, that's like, that's, that's, that's so mundane is what he's saying. So I'm challenged by it. I'm sitting there thinking about the same thing myself, you know. Um, and so I'm going to use some of the Steve Jobs deal. You know, everything we do, we believe in challenging the status quo. We believe in thinking differently. And the way we challenge the status quo is this. We believe that motivated, confident, organized producers with a great plan will always outperform those who lack motivation, lack confidence, are disorganized, and have a weak plan. So we build training and technology that's complete. It's simple, easy to use, and user-friendly. And we just happen to have a great growth program. So what... I'm coming to the conclusion is, is that your why is really what you believe. It's your philosophy. It's, it's that driver. It's the reason. It's the purpose. It's, it's why you do what you do. And if you got clear on that, perhaps you'd be a better producer. And if your agency leader, if you got really clear on that, your agency would be stronger. So I keep thinking about that. You know, everything we do, we believe in challenging the status quo. So I start to think about what is the status quo? Well, if you go back to uh, Steve Jobs, the status quo was Sony for a long time. Sony Walkman, Sony, you know, they, they had the, 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 the little cassette tape player and then they had the DVD player. And that was the status quo. And what I remember is Sony was dominating the market. And I remember one day getting on an airplane and a guy had something about the size of a, a deck of cards in his hand. 
and he had his headphones uh, plugged into it and was listening to it. In fact, it was smaller than that. And I, I kind of go, I just stopped and said, what is that? He goes, that's called an iPod. Oh, that's interesting. That's the first time I'd ever heard of it. And um, uh, I, I said, what is it? He said, he said, this thing will hold like 2,000 songs. And so I had, as I was walking down the aisle of the airplane, you know, I had my, my bag with all my clothes in it. I had my computer bag with my computer. I also had in it a Sony Walkman, and I had in it a whole stack of, what, 10, 12, 15, you know, CDs that I was listening to. And I'm sitting there going, you mean that little tiny thing, no really bigger than a box of matches almost, will hold 2,000 songs, and I don't have to carry this big old Sony Walkman and all those CDs. I'm going, wow. I was wow. And um, I went and bought me one immediately. Started downloading music and loaded a whole bunch of songs on and all this sort of stuff. So that was the status quo is to put up with that. So go back to jobs. Jobs, we believe in thinking differently. We believe in challenging the status quo. So I, you know, I sit there and go, okay, well, I like to think I believe differently and challenge the status quo. What is the status quo in my business? Well, in my business, the status quo is, you know, you hire a producer, you let them come to work, you run crappy spreadsheet Lars Club sales meetings, you send them off to technical school to learn about more about coverage, you do very little skills training in the area of selling, you, you don't drive them to be more productive as a general rule, um, managing data is optional, do it if you want to. Growing your book is optional. Fundamentally, do it if you want to. Setting great goals is optional. Do it if you want to. It's so all those things that kind of status quo in our industry. And so I created a distinction between old world, new world. Old world are all those agencies that could care less, and they just kind of do their thing. Most of them are kind of geekos from some insurance carrier that took over an agency, and they're running it. And, and that's what they do. They just believe in leaving everybody alone and get good at coverage and please don't make any E&O mistakes. And as long as you're not a problem, I'm okay with you. Kind of the, the new world is saying, no, producers are an asset to us and we need to grow them. So going back to growing them, my whole model is this. I believe that motivated, confident, organized producers with a plan, will always outperform producers who lack in motivation, lack in confidence, are disorganized, and have a weak plan. So then I go, but what's my purpose in business? I think it's real simple. My purpose is to provide everything I can to help producers become even more motivated, even more confident, even more organized, and with an even better plan. So let's go break that down a little bit because for me, it drives me every day. I'm always thinking like, how do I, how do I do that better? How do I help you guys become better? How do we break the old stupid paradigms of things that slow us down, hold us back? How do we recreate leaders that become coaches that make us better? In fact, um, Frederico Molinari, I think is the dude's name that just won uh, the Open, the Scottish Open and Carnoustie. And um, afterwards, uh, I got a, a text from a friend of mine and um, and he was showing me 
uh, Frederico's, um, I'm not sure I'm saying his name right, but his, his, his sports coach and, um, his, his sports coach is, is famous over in Europe, both, you know, psychologically and sports psychologists, all that stuff. And what he does is he puts Frederico instead of just doing random hit ball, hit ball, hit ball, hit ball. What he's doing is he's setting them up to like what would happen in a tough competition like that last day of the open, which is said to be one of the most prestigious wins in all the world. And Frederico just handled it like a champ. I mean, it was amazing. I mean, I don't think he had any birdies in the whole tournament. So the sports psychologist said, it's not about the outcome. It's about the process. You know, it's like, you know, line up behind the ball, know where you're going to go, you know, make a good swing and just keep working on the process. And so then his practices are, you know, hitting a 90, a 90 yard, you know, pitch into the green, you know, 170 yard, you know, into the green, you know, a 320 yard into the left side of the fairway. And then his practices are not just out there just striping it in balls, but hitting it to a target with pressure going through the process to be able to hit that outcome or that target. All right. So what is that? Tying all it back in. Motivated, confident, organized producer of the plan way outperform. So I keep thinking about what's the process to get you more motivated, to get you clear on your purpose about why you do what you do. And so I think it comes from two sides. It comes from inside out and outside in. And inside out is the things that you're doing it for a reason. Why do you do what you do? And I know, you know, you've heard my story if you've been around any time. You know, part of my internal motivation has always been about freedom, financial freedom. I mean, with four kids, got to pay for four cars, four universities, four weddings, got to fund my re- own retirement. I wanted to get ahead of the curve and have freedom rather than be behind the curve and have financial stress. Big motivator for me. Maybe not a motivator for you, but if you were really on your game, you know that at some point you want all the financial freedom in the world to be able to, you know, you know, uh, some people call it FU money. So much money that it's just, you know, nobody has any control over you. And so the only way that's going to happen is either you're going to start a business, be an entrepreneur and sell it out and make a ton of dough. But if you're a producer, you get that kind of money by being very astute, you know, building a book of business, making a lot of money and then saving a lot of money over a 15 or 20 year period of time, which sounds like a long time, but nevertheless, you know, 15 years from now, you're going to be 15 years older anyway, and you might as well be saving, making and saving the money now, because then that's how you build up that bigger, huge nest egg. So when you get clear on how much that is, in other words, if you have a million dollar book and you get paid 30%, you're getting paid 300,000. Most people think you're a stud. Well, I don't with 300,000, What's going to happen? You're going to pay Uncle Sam about 130 of that off the top out of 300,000. So then now you only got 170 left. You're going to live on a $100,000 lifestyle at least. And now you got $70,000 a year to save if you do it well, do it right. Save $70,000 a year for 20 years. That's $1.4 million. Don't want to confuse it with the math, but you get some compounded growth on that. It's probably worth a couple of million dollars. And now you're in the mode of financial freedom. You're in the mode of becoming a multimillionaire. It's just not that hard. And getting clear on that is huge. The flip side of it 
is now you get clear on what do you want to do for clients. You want to quote on their insurance? Hell no. You want to make something bigger and better than that for your clients. And, that, and, that, and that's your purpose. Why? Why are you out there? What are you trying to make for them? You know, some people call it kind of a risk management. Some people, call, I call it like be, becoming a cost control consultant where you're really helping them control their cost of insurance. But that's your motive. What's your motive? Why are you doing what you do, both inside out and outside in? And then kind of the third piece of motivation is, is the effectiveness of your culture. When you've got a great culture that wins, wins a lot, wins all the time, wins by BOR, most of your, your fellow producers are winning at you know, 70, 80% of the accounts they work on. They're writing big accounts. They're writing huge new business year after year. When you've got that kind of culture, what's cool is you believe you can do it too. So now, inside, inside motive is, could be the financial freedom. That's what it was for me. Outside motive was to create something better for my clients so that you, as a producer, stay more motivated, more confident, more organized, and better planned, or that you, as an agency leader, you can easily provide that to your, your producers so that you keep them on the edge of performance all the time. And this is a performance game. It's like a sport. You always got to be performing. So then you move to the next piece. Confidence. Confidence is huge. Confident people always do more than unconfident people. I mean, you know, confident people knock on bigger doors. Confident people ask tougher questions. Confident people ask for introductions. Confident people, you know, ask and get, get the closure. Confident people just do things that people who lack confidence don't do. And there's no magic in confidence. I mean, I've been studying a lot, reading a lot, reading about it a lot. Confidence is just a feeling. That's really all it is. Now, the question you got to go is what drives that feeling? And I've assessed that there's two things, skills and knowledge. So let's go back to golf. When you've got the skill to backswing, forward through, you know, forward swing, hit the ball, and you, you know how to hit the golf ball, and then you have the knowledge of where the sand trap is, you know where the, how the wind is blowing, left or right or in front of you, you know where the lake is, you know that, so now you can stand up over that ball and with confidence hit it. You've got the skill and you've got the knowledge. When it comes to selling, when you've got the skill and the knowledge, knowledge of what? Knowledge of the incumbent, what they're good at, what they're bad at, knowledge of yourself, what you're good at, what you're bad at, the skill to ask questions, to get the buyer to see the incumbents not doing their job, the skills to ask the questions, get the buyer clear on what they want, the skills to ask, you know, work the buyer through how they're going to tell the other guy it's over, the skills to be able to put together uh, a great proposal with the written service timeline so that now you're moving out of price coverage, and then you get your BOR. So skills and knowledge when you know how equals confidence. Now, here's what's interesting, and it's, it's incredibly interesting. How many salespeople hate to role play? Well, I'm one of those freako guys. I love to role play. I mean, it's just fun. And when you've got a process that you're role playing, it becomes more powerful than when you're out there just doing a bunch of random stupid crap. So most of the reasons I think that producers don't like to role play is because when you get in the role play, it's a bunch of random stupid crap. Rather than here's the process, step by step by step by step, 
mapped out. Let's learn it. Let's get it ground in over and over and over and over and over again. And then you can start to span, expand into some of the random stupid crap, if you will. You know, the, the things that when producers, when, when buyers go weird on you and you need to go there as well. And so the point here is when you're motivated, you know your purpose, you know your reason, you know why you want to go out and grow a huge book of business. You know how you want to help people by doing it. You know how you want to help yourself by doing it. All that is your motive, your reason, your purpose, what gets you going. That's your why. Confidence. Confidence is the feeling driven by skills and knowledge. So when you have a sales process, a red hot introductions process, a renewal process, a written service timeline process, when you have processes in place, now you can go build the skill to learn that process. It becomes replicatable. It becomes predictable for you. As it becomes predictable, you start to have more confidence. You know, as you start to know more about yourself and about your competition, now you know you can go in and find prospects pain with ease. So you feel confident. Confident people always outperform people who lack confidence. Helping build a whole team of confident producers is not that hard for you sales leaders, but you got to have a process that you're working them through. You can't just be random. Then we move to organization. Um, you know, as a producer, as a sales guy, as a saleswoman, I mean, you need your whole prospect database and your client database with you everywhere you go. When you've got some free moments sitting in a prospect's office, man, you can, you know, waiting to see somebody, you could be flipping through that stuff, emailing, calling, talking to, communicating with, setting up your plan if you got it in the palm of your hand. Um, you know, when you sit down and you've only got 90 minutes to set up appointments for this week, I mean, you need everything incredibly well organized where there's your, there's your business, there's your buyers, there's their email address, there's their phone numbers, there's their click LinkedIn profile. You know, there's the incumbent. There's all the notes and what you've talked about in the past. There's the renewal date. There's how much revenue it is. All that stuff just right at your fingertips to where you can just queue up 20 or 30 phone calls Click one, boom, go next, boom, go next, boom, go next, boom, go next, and work through that really fast. That is organized. It makes you highly efficient so that the things that are task-oriented, you can get through them fast. So again, what drives me? What drives me is to help jack you up, get you motivated, build your confidence so you believe you can go tear down walls, and then get you so organized that you're so efficient that you tear down a bunch of walls, and then now you got a plan, a great plan, not a weak plan. I mean, I think of it like this. I'm now in Raleigh, North Carolina. If I wanted to go to California and visit, well, first of all, it's on the other side of the world almost. I mean, it's like a four and a half, five hour flight. But then California is probably 700 miles long. And you, know, you start way down in San Diego, you move to Orange County, then you move to LA, and then you got a whole bunch of random stuff along the way. Then you finally hit San Francisco. Then north of San Francisco is Marin County. It goes on up and then you get in some mountainous area. And then I think you finally get up to Oregon. Well, with 700 miles, there's a thousand things you could do there. If you don't have a plan, you probably won't get to the right destination. You won't see the things you want to see and you'll have missed out on most of what it means to go to California. So the same thing with building a book of business. If you don't have a plan, for specifically how many accounts you need, at what size you need, at what submission rate, what closing rate, 
you know, so that you know exactly how many appointments you need this year. And then you break down how you're going to go get those appointments, you know, between making cold calls, working red hot introductions and other business type activities, you know, maybe cross selling or, or going to, to, um, uh, association meetings. If you don't have that all planned out, then how the hell are you going to go do it? And you won't, it'll just be a bunch of random stuff. And so again, I go back to what's my why? If, if Simon asked me, what's my why? I said, I, I want to break the status quo. I hate the status quo. What I want to do is I want to help producers be more motivated, more confident, more organized with a better plan so they can go produce like crazy, make a ton of money and have this become multi millionaires. I mean, my whole goal is making multi millionaires and I've already been involved in making a lot. I would just like to help make a lot more. That's where the fun is. And then knowing that that's possible for every producer on the planet, then when we can help create better coaches in organizations so that they can, they can be there for you, supporting you through getting clear on your goals, getting better at building your confidence, getting you more organized, and then really helping drive in, in uh, that plan. Then it's a huge win, 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 win. So there you go, folks. Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why. Man, if you haven't seen it or just, just go, go in there and uh, you know, Google him and, and you'll see his, his TED Talk on, on, um, on YouTube is where it's there. Like why? What's your why? What's your reason? What's your purpose? What do you really believe? And I think once you get that, then that's going to be very attractive for you as a producer. It's going to be very attractive for you as a sales leader. And it's going to make your value proposition even better, Right. And then it'll be more fun doing what we do. And it gets us out of the boring, mundane crap of, I got to go sell another insurance policy or get another account on the books. So cool stuff, man. Hey, look, um, um, if you're one of those agency leaders that you want to take your agency to what we call the proverbial next level, if you want producers that are more motivated, more confident, better organized and with plans and in a way that now you can help support coach and drive it so that you can now build your own wealth in your agency, then you ought to get a hold of us. And let's talk about a system we got called the I win agency growth system that will help you build motivated, confident, organized producers with a plan. And, um, you can go to my website, thewedge.net. That's where you'll find it. Hey, look, everybody, man, it's been great being with you again today. Uh, I wish you well and can't wait to talk to you next time. Thanks.